we should probably check in on the weather. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I've got beautiful weather in Wisconsin today. Mm. So we had, since we last spoke, it's, it's been a cold spring. And then we had literal record-breaking heat for three days. Uh, I think we broke the record by five or six degrees um, at the early April. And then it got really cold again. So now we've, we've been back in a cold spring. So kind of miserable weather, i got to be honest. This is a pretty poor spring weather-wise. But today it's in the 60s. We're going to get a nice soaking rain tonight. It's perfect. This is exactly the way I want late April weather to be. So I've got a good situation going on. Zuzana, how's your weather? Today it's cloudy, but the last few days was nice. Well, no, yesterday was raining. A few days ago was nice. <laughs> it was kind of chilly, cold for end of April, but it was sunny. And then it all went wrong. You know, yesterday was raining. Today it's cloudy. It's all good. Could be worse. I think, yeah, it was. People are hoping it will get warmer mm-hmm. soon, sooner rather than later, because you feel like it's been cold for so long. And every time you've got like a couple of days when it seems to be getting warmer and then it goes back down, like the temperatures mm-hmm. plummet again. So you can't really, it's difficult to know like things to wear because you don't know. It's still, it's not warm enough. It's not cold enough. It's just this weird in between. Is this good running weather or good? Like yeah, horse riding. Weather. This is uh, for me. Horse riding can be sunnier. Sure. For running, I like it. Uh, like, well, it can be sunny. But yesterday I went for that run, and it was yeah, it was a little bit windy. It wasn't too cold. wasn't too warm. Got home, and ten minutes later started to rain. So I was like, yay! It's perfect for horses. Yeah, for horses, I like the sunny days because mm. it makes you feel like in a you're in a movie. Yeah, on a horse, and it's sunny and blue skies, and the birds are singing. Mm. so i like that and plus you don't really i mean it's as a rider you still have to physically do stuff but not as much as when you run so right. <laughs> you're on a horse you if it's cold you can just no although if you are that's because i don't i mean i don't mean to say that horse riders don't it's it is still a physical thing and i know a lot of riders don't like people saying like Horse riding is a sport. Why is it a sport? Because you don't really do much. It's the horse that does the running, not mm. the person. But it is physically difficult, but not for my style of riding. What I do, like when I go ride, I go for pleasure. I don't go for exercise, mine or yeah. the horses, really. It's more of an adventure than like a workout. Yeah, but there are definitely like people who, when they ride horses, they do work really hard. When I used to have lessons, that, that was really hard. The things they, yeah, you still just, just sit on a horse. Like it looks like you're doing nothing, but you're doing a lot. Like you can't really, it's when you can't see it, you know, you're doing it right. Like all the little things are so tiny, yet they need to be precise. And like when you kick the horse, I don't want to say kick, kick, but like when you tell the horse yeah. to go on. You shouldn't even need to see what the leg is doing, like your mm. human leg. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of when you've got a horse underneath you and you're supposed to like push your legs. It's hard to do that, like because they are like you're sitting on a horse and you're supposed to kick the horse without it being too obvious and the legs should be stable. And yeah, it is. It's physically difficult. It used to be, but now I don't do these things. Now I just go out for the fun of it. So my form isn't great and I'm not sitting straight properly straight but the horses are not the youngest they are old horses so we just have fun together they've had their midlife crisis now they're in their yeah. adventuring <laughs> yeah i think we all just 
do it for the fun of it. You don't do it to be the fastest and go the furthest. No, you just go. Like when I go alone on a ride, I just, yeah, okay, I talk to myself. I talk to the horse, but it's like the perfect yeah. therapy, you know, because like you're on a horse. On a horse <laughs> yeah. And you just, you can talk about anything and the horse will always be there listening to you and you can hear, mm-hmm. see the ears like, you know, turning towards you. So you know that the horse is listening. It is really nice. You, I, I love the idea of fresh a, a horse with a, with a midlife crisis. That's a very exciting <laughs> idea. There for, are some of those as well. <laughs> <laughs> there are horses that don't know what they're doing. They can't decide, am I a good horse? Am I a bad horse? Yeah. But, it's like yeah. a question my cat asks every day. Am I a good cat today? Or am yeah. I a bad yeah. cat today? <laughs> what, am I, what personality am I going to adopt That's today? Right. That's right. What about you, Ben? We've talked about my me and... Oh, I didn't ask Dave about his weather. But yeah, then, we got to like, get some good Connecticut weather. We got to hear from our nutmegger here. How's uh, very your weather, similar, man? Very similar to Ben's. Uh, mostly cool. We had two or three days of record-breaking heat where we had one day where uh, Hartford, the airport at Hartford was the hottest place in the country, which oh, should wow. never happen for Connecticut. Yeah. There's no circumstance where that's okay. Uh, it was like 96 or 97 degrees. or so. It was very hot. Um and then uh, now it's just been mostly, it's actually, you know, the afternoons have been mostly good, a little rainy, but, you know, a lot of 60s, which is fine. No, yeah. no like spectacular days, really. A lot of yeah. like decent days. And it's been just cold enough in the mornings where I'm like, I'm still putting on layers when walking the dog. It's like, come on, just give me the, give me the nice, like 50 degree morning, 70 degree afternoon. Like, when do we get to that? We'll skip right over it. This happens every right we're going to jump right. O- we're going to jump right into 85 and humid. I know it. <laughs> Are you in a coastal climate? Like, is it moderated by the ocean or is it more of an inland climate where you're at? Uh, me? Uh, yeah. You? <laughs> me? <laughs> uh, in Hartford, Connecticut. Yeah, that, I mean, we're like, I don't know. Like, does the 40? ocean keep you from getting too no. hot when no, there's cause a No, because we're, we're, we're 45 minutes from Long Island Sound, so that's... Oh, right, because it's not really the ocean. No, but the but along the coast, they do get warmer. It's warmer in the winter, cooler in the summer, for sure, right along the coast. Yeah. You especially see that um, if you go out into Rhode Island, if you go to um, Newport, which is on an island in Narragansett yeah. Bay, and if you see whatever the forecast is for like Providence, you can just drop like 10 degrees off that when you get out to, mm-hmm. to, to Newport, which is why it's great to be there in the summer. It's why yeah. a lot of wealthy people build homes there. One of my favorite, maybe my favorite place in the world is Lake Superior, which is one of the Great mm. Lakes, it is the greatest of the Great Lakes. And uh, it is beautiful in the summertime because mm. it's, um, it's about 700, 800 feet deep. And so Lake Spear stays cold all summer long. So even in the middle of summer, it will be 50, 55 degrees tops. So even on the hottest days of summer, when the air is 90 something, you can go down to the lake and it will be typically uh, 60, 70 degrees right by the lake. The lake totally controls the weather. So it's a perfect place to go in the summertime. And if it's not cool, uh, you get really interesting weather patterns right at the shore because you have this huge cold body of water. And then if it's a hot, humid day, all that warm, moist air is hitting this cold lake. And so you get really interesting fogs and mm. um, strange conditions there. So even if it's not super cool in the middle of summer, it's always a nice place to be. It sounds amazing. There's this documentary, like it's BBC made. It's called oh, Race Across the World, I think. And it's in the 30s and now when they send like 10, two, so five pairs of Brits, so 10 people together and they 
tell them they start in one place and they tell them you have to make your way somewhere else, but only they take away their phones, they take away their credit cards. So they give them cash, the value of their ticket, airline ticket to the place they're going to. So for example, there was one, this current season is when they started in Vancouver and they have to go all the way across Canada to, yeah, the, so I don't know, some city <laughs> all the way on the other side of Canada. <laughs> and they give St. The John's couple, I said somewhere there, I don't know. And so those people only get, let's say, I don't know, $4,000 or something, like the value of an airplane ticket, but they cannot yeah. go on a plane. They have to make their way using public transport and asking people. And they don't have credit cards, they don't have phones, so they have to make their way. And so that's the current season. Before The one before was them traveling from Mexico all the way to the South America, the mo yeah. most southern point of South America. And then one before that was people traveling from London to Singapore. Again, no planes. Yeah. And it's amazing because when you so travel like that. Or how are they doing it? Hitchhiking, train, buses, everything, relying on the locals to tell them because they don't have a phone. They don't go yeah. on the internet. They can't Google stuff. So asking people. And it's just. So when you mentioned the Lake idea. Superior, like the, the current season when they travel across Canada, I mean, it's amazing the things that they see. And. Mm -hmm. I love just watching it. I don't know if we can watch it from outside of the UK. Or I don't know how BBC controls the product, but it's, it's amazing. It, yeah. So, yeah, from what I've seen, it's just incredible. Canada seems, uh, yeah, the, and lots of bears, apparently. A lot of bears yeah, there. Right in the middle. your alley. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely a place for Susanna. Yeah, I would Poutine, love to do that. I've got bears. nobody to go with me, though. So, eh. <laughs> They are, they are now like uh, asking people for the next season to yeah. register. I was like, I would do it. Like the problem is it takes about two months. So you need to be able to take two months out of your life to travel. Mm -hmm. And there needs to be two of you. And I was like, who would I take with me? There's nobody crazy enough to go with me. So, yeah. Hmm. But it's, it's, You're going to have to live vicariously. That sounds amazing though. I love that. You idea. can work a little bit. So they do work along the way, like for day jobs, like, you know, when they yeah. just do some cleaning like or some whatever or they can find, either money or food and board. So they don't spend money for hotels or, you know, it's just incredible how everyone starts or most people start like really doubting themselves. And you see there how they develop as people across the journey. Like first they... Uh, very shy asking people for help and by the time they get to the end like they have no problems and they mm -hmm. they say the people are They've much kinder than you times. think yeah that people are generally really nice and kind what's the name of the show is it race across the world i think I don't yeah. Know. yeah race across the world yeah bbc it's so interesting because right in the u.s we have the amazing race which has like all the typical like kind of like u.s reality show there's like gimmicks and there's things and there's this and that and like what i love about watching British reality shows is there's just like there's no I feel like there are maybe there are some but like the ones that I've ever seen there's like there's no gimmicks there's no it's just like it feels so wholesome and just like it's like a different world like like what is going on why isn't there like artificial like conflict and why isn't there like a mm -hmm. confessional that's happening where two people are like complaining about each other like does this maybe i'm just watching different i mean they do no no they do complain like because yeah. it's, at the end of the day it's a race the first one that sure. arrives at the, the checkpoint like the last checkpoint will win twenty thousand, i think so it is time based so so these races you get i think multiple legs so you get from let's say vancouver then the next stop was somewhere in alaska and then like you know different places and whoever arrives there first 
they need to stay 36 hours to rest and then they will get to leave first. So the later you arrive, the later you will leave. Therefore, you might like lose the chance to win this race. So, and then people mm-hmm. do like say or try to not tell the other teams their plans so they, you know, don't, don't give them an advantage. But overall, at least these, I mean, yeah, there, there are plenty of reality shows in the UK where I think it's similar to the US ones. But this one, I mean, at the end of the day, like most people are just nice, <laughs> at least on the camera. I do wonder because obviously they must have somebody with them to taking, taking the videos of them. Mm-hmm. So there is like a production team or at least one person with a camera. I think I'd start following the, the person with the camera around. Like they know where the bathroom is. They know where the hotel is. They could get me somewhere. Right. Just are like they get, are they getting the food access to food that yeah. I'm not? Like what's going on there? Yeah, yeah I wonder. I mean, but like in one source. of the in one of the episodes I watched, one guy. <clears throat> so they get money belts. Like each person has a portion of the money, and that person he either he lost it or it got stolen. So I wonder if the person with the camera saw it happening, would they say mm-hmm. something? Because they didn't, mm-hmm. and then they left the competition because they lost like most of the money right at the beginning. So there was there was no way for them to continue. But I do wonder, like in situations like that, if the the cameraman saw it happening, would they say something, mm-hmm. and would they just let it happen because yeah, like a nature documentary. Yeah, it's interesting. Anyway, I love this. Like, and so the reason I said it is because uh, the current one is going through Canada and like the nature there. Wow, I think there's a lot of things wrong with the U.S. and Canada. Well, I don't know about Canada, U.S. Let's stick to U.S. <laughs> but I think your nature. <laughs> no, no, please really lump good. us together. They love it. Yeah, we're the they, same. They love we it. North All America. <laughs> no, North America. But in general, like U.S., I know you've got beautiful nature. So mm-hmm. I yeah, would love to see. We've got a lot of diversity in, like biodiversity. It's, it's yeah. a huge continent. So many different things yeah. to see. You get everything. You don't, I'm not surprised that like, why would Americans even travel the world? You've got everything right there, like in your own country. You've got deserts and mountains and snow and beaches and everything. It's amazing. There's a lot. Not a lot of camels though. That's what draws people off North America, basically. <laughs> and look what happens when people yeah, chase camels. what happens. Some of us learn from other people. Just stick to horses, people. Stick to horses. <laughs> Susanna, I've got to tell you about a race. I watched a documentary about this race. It's an ultra marathon that's unlike any other ultra marathon. I'm curious if either of you have heard of it. It's called the Barkley Marathon. Oh, yes, I have. Oh, I watched like all the videos on YouTube. This race is crazy. It is. Not many people finish. I think this year, three people finished, but like a couple of years before, nobody finished because it's just so crazy. So it's a 60 hour race. That's the cutoff. The record mm-hmm. is 52 hours and it is five loops of 20 miles or of 20 miles each. So roughly a hundred mm-hmm. miles if you complete it. And it is about five miles of climbing, 25 to 27,000 feet of climbing. So a lot of climbing in Tennessee. My favorite detail is that the race does not start uh, like with a starting pistol or anything. It starts when the race organizer lights a cigarette. That's yeah. how this starts. And he doesn't tell you where he's going to do it. it. They have like a window, like 12, I think 12 hours or six hours where, when he can do it, but mm-hmm. he's not going to tell. So it can be in the middle of the night, going to be in the morning. So people are like waiting. Is, yeah. Has he done it? Is he going to? And it's, it's a different it's route every race. season, right? Like it's yeah, completely different things, route. There's very little info because the organizer, they like, you're not allowed cameras on the course. So nobody's actually mm-hmm. videoed the actual 
race. The only people standing. Interesting. Yeah, nobody knows. The only thing is that I know then when you get to like those checkpoints that are pages from a book. Mm-hmm. And I think the way I understand, it, I might be wrong, but I think like when you go to race number, let's say 150, then you have to get to each checkpoint and get a 150th page of a book. I might be wrong, or maybe you are told I think you what get page your you have to get out of the book. So yeah, you have your so. race number, and then you tear that page yeah. out of the book. To prove I think you. so, but uh, so you need to bring. This is how they know that you got to the checkpoint. That when you every time you complete the the loop, you bring the pages back, and once okay. the pages like the book pages are confirmed, that means you've done the loop. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's very secretive. Like, not there isn't much info about it at all. Other than it's very hard to finish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The so they give <laughs> race bib number one uh, to the person who they think is least likely to finish that lap out of all the people who have applied. <laughs> They'd call them the human sacrifice. Number one. Oh, there you go. And the application fee. You were talking about that that race in Scotland. What was yeah. it? Almost 2,000 pounds now? Yeah. The application yeah. fee for the Barkley Marathons is $1.60. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the I way think you should try this race. Head back to Tennessee again, yet another time. Uh, I don't know. It's I think and that people also bring like a number plates, the car plates from wherever they come from. Oh, yeah. So that's the thing you're supposed to bring a like a car number plate with you. I don't know. That's one. It's not. I'm not because uh, it's usually in the winter, and also I don't really know the course because nobody can mm-hmm. show you the course so i'm not that excited about that one but like the leadville 100 that happens in colorado leadville yeah. 100 that i've seen so many videos i feel like i've done it myself now because i know exactly <laughs> the the road like the way they go mm-hmm. and so that that would be nice to to do one day and i have a friend living in colorado, colorado sarah sarah bine and i thought like, one day i'll come will you cheer me on I said, yeah mm-hmm. when i'm running 100 miles around the rockies that's that's the name of the mountains there, right? Yeah. I think yeah. so. Yeah. <laughs> also, thanks for this race across the world. I learned that the, these Rockies, this mountain range comes all the way from Canada across yeah. the US. Yeah. I didn't know I didn't know. I thought it was just like a Colorado thing. But oh no, no, no it's massive. Yeah, yeah, it goes now I know. Most well, a good chunk of the continent. I don't know if Does most it go is to the right term. Tennessee as well, is it? No, that's Tennessee the Appalachian. Uh, that's a different yeah. mountain range. Okay. Yeah. See, yeah, there's so many places I would like to see in the US. Not necessarily the city. So I would like to visit like New York, these typical things. Yeah. Sure. But more than that, I would like to see the nature. Mm-hmm. Because from what I've seen just through other people, it's incredible. And I think if I keep running, I'll become fit enough to, to actually go and see some of it. Well, you got to you gotta figure out how to, when you come out, when you come out here for Laracon, extend your stay, either come out a little early and go someplace or stay a little after. Since you're already making the flight over. Yeah, but I don't want to drive in the US. I'm, you've got big cars and I'm we not do. used to driving big cars. And I'm used to driving like uh, the manual, mm-hmm. uh, the gear stick. I don't yeah. know what, what is it like. We drive on the easier, right, right so much left side. Yeah. yeah, you'll get used yeah. to <laughs> You can text so and drive like at the, the car. same time when no. you drive an automatic. It's fantastic. No. I don't Just know kidding. Not that. an endorsement. Don't text no. and drive. Also, it's, al- it's illegal. <laughs> Uh, i don't know the driving is what puts me off i don't i wouldn't want to go and drive places because i don't know the cars you've got huge cars like every car i saw it's really big i don't know you can just take the the train 
Take the train from Tennessee. Literally, I heard about American trains. They go like <laughs> once a month. They take two months to get to where you're going. No, thank you. They're, they're in the Northeast where I live, they are better-ish. Not as good as what you're used to. But if you're gonna go, if you're gonna use the train anywhere in America, use it in the Northeast. Do not use it anywhere else. <laughs> See, I wouldn't realize. Sorry, Dave. It's okay. You so just that's see, the only thing. Dave's getting redder and redder over here. No. <laughs> I'm just maintaining your blood pressure. I am looking out for you, Dave. Yeah. I appreciate that. You were looking a little like you're on the tilt table, I thought. I was kind of like, uh, yeah. yeah. Fading a little bit. Fading a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Tilting. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, lots of adventure to be Yeah, had. I can understand not wanting to drive for sure. And like when you're in Tennessee, you'd have to, like, if you started there, you'd kind of have to drive quite a ways to get to some different it's actually how far something. away is that from nashville hold on where is La- where, ben, are you coming by nashville? the way have you bought your ticket ben no ben? i have not bought my <gasps> ticket <gasps> i don't think you? i'm gonna make it that's not happening this time sorry ben. i know you well, tried to bully I'm, I'm me i'm gonna have it. a larabelle's ticket i mean well, a sticker although- no, tickets. Larabels oh. will be giving away some Laracon tickets. Although you're not mm. our demographic, I have to say. Yeah, I don't think... I think I'd rather that went to someone <laughs> more in the Larabels lane. Very supportive, but I'm, I shouldn't be the recipient of that. Yeah. Maybe if you come anyway, they'll let you in. Hmm. Just be like, I know some people. Yeah, I know people. Right. Let me in. <laughs> I'll just hang out outside. No, it's or, more about like the time commitment and uh, taking time away from family and other things going on. So I didn't feel like I could make that that call this year. Maybe next year. It's a shame. It is a shame. Especially, is when, when, especially when Susanna does her, her, her talk and it's we're, we're just doing hot ones, basically, for her. Yeah. I'm not, go- not without Ben there, so that's it then. <laughs> I'm not doing hot ones when Ben is not there, so too bad. All right. I was totally going to do it on the stage right. while giving my presentation. It's already written into your ones. talk, and now you're going to have to change your talk. Because of you. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. All right. I'm feeling ashamed. Mission Good. accomplished. <laughs> no, we definitely have to do it. Oh, next one. Next one is in the in Australia, isn't it? In October, Larkon, Australia. What about meeting there? Huh? Hmm. That sounds easier yeah? than going to Nashville. Let's do it. <laughs> Less dangerous, maybe. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that would be. Maybe that's how I'm going to travel the world, going to various Larkons. There you yeah. go. There you go. Yeah, that's the plan. And run around. You could just give Taylor advice for his future, like where he wants to go for next next year. Just be like, you know, I was thinking. You know, the following places, just, you know, purely out of vacation <laughs> desires. Where could I go? What could I see? You know, Canada. I want to visit Canada now because oh. it looks very pretty. Yeah. Laracon Toronto would be fascinating. Mm. It'd be a good location. It's a good are location. You, are you joking or no, are you serious? that would be serious? great. No. Tor- okay. Toronto's a great city. Okay. Toronto is uh, maybe the most sprawling metropolis I've ever been in around. Or maybe I've just driven through more mm. of it. I was going to say, like you ever driving go from... <laughs> <laughs> I've flown in and out of Houston. Houston's I haven't driven nuts. around it. But the, How it feels it like the Toronto, not Toronto proper, but like mm. the whole, what is that? The rest, the, the metro, cities. the metropolitan. Yeah. Yeah. The actual, it's just city melded into yeah. city, melded into city. It just keeps going. Yeah. Like everything basically west and then south of the lake there. Mm. It's just tons of 
south i think i don't know i'm not going to turn this into another geography talk oh anyhow you know oh, like driving into talk. toronto it feels like you're driving through a lot of city yeah before you get anywhere near the actual city of toronto but yeah it's oh. beautiful it's right on lake ontario another beautiful great lake what, gem what, of north america what what's your uh what's your rankings for the for the lakes ben mm. uh oof. <laughs> so superior <laughs> yep. way up on top okay it's and right then, there in the yeah. name yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> Lake Superior has a great Twitter account, by the way, if you're not following it. Fantastic. It's a little, little uh, boastful, but it's deserved. They can back it up. Okay. Um, lake Michigan is another great lake. Totally different. Great as in like a really good one. Yeah. Um, arguably, it's the same lake as Huron. Mm-hmm. Like hydro- hydrologically speaking, yeah. it is the same lake, but um it has a narrow straits of Mackinac um in between that's like i don't know five miles wide if that two miles maybe so we treat it as a separate lake i have the most experience with superior and michigan mm. i'm not very impressed with erie um <laughs> is that at the bottom to... <laughs> what did you say is yeah, that at the bottom that it's at just the bottom f tier yeah yeah <laughs> And my beef with Erie is uh, it's relatively <laughs> shallow. It um, is uh, not that large. Like the amount of volume of water it holds, pretty pretty small. Is it really a great lake? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's connected to the rest. <laughs> sure. It gets a ton of agricultural runoff. And so it gets like algae blooms oh. in the summer. Um, it's just not as clean. They had lots of mass fish die-offs in the past. It's better than that. Like. I can't rig on it too much. But like when you go stand by the shore of Lake Erie, I don't feel a sense of awe at like, Mm. this is an incredible place to be. Um, Ontario, I've been a few places around Ontario. It's nice. It's good. It's no superior, Mm. but it's it's better than Erie. Uh, We took a a road trip a few years ago. Um, That's actually when I drove into Toronto. Um, We went basically around and in between all, all five Great Lakes. And swam in each one, saw different oh. different places along the on the along the lake. So I, I feel like I'm pretty qualified to say Superior on top, uh-huh. Michigan, Huron, number two, Ontario, and then Erie way down at the bottom. I look forward for the complaints from the from the from the Ohioans. <laughs> they will be very mad. <laughs> they've seen the lake. They know what they've got. So Lake Superior has a Twitter account. Which one? There's quite a few. Well, you can't really tell which is the real one anymore. Isn't that fun? Uh, <laughs> Surprise! Yeah. That is it like is, a Lake Superior photo. It is uh, at Lake and, Superior S Corp. Oh. Currently, oh, just that the one, the, bo- the one with the boring avatar. See, I wouldn't have thought that was the right one. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's a it's a fantastic place on the planet. Mm. I'm gonna follow it. Dave, what why Great Lakes have you? Have you witnessed? Uh, you know what? I, I have no experience with, with Lake Huron. None. Haven't even driven by it. Haven't really been over there. Mm-hmm. Um, Michigan seems wonderful. Yeah. You know, uh, Lake Michigan seems nice. Um, have you been up to Dirt County? Yes. Okay. Yeah. We. Uh, Do you want to voice any opinions for or against Dirt County? Like that's kind you know, of I mean, it's been 15 years. Uh, so <laughs> I'm sure it's changed. Does Marissa but... listen to this podcast? Because I feel like it's you're not giving Wisconsin though. Rate it. <laughs> uh yeah no we went to so um yeah 15 years ago two consecutive years we uh we meaning uh marissa's extended family 
we all uh, basically rented a lake house in Wapaka. I don't know if you know where Wapaka yeah. is in Wisconsin. So there's a whole string of lakes, little small lakes around there. So we had a lake house in Wapaka, Wisconsin. And uh, we were like, let's do some day trips. So like when, you know, we went out to like Green Bay, we did a tour of Lambeau Field as, you know, as mm-hmm. you should in the summertime, of course. Um, and we, we, you know, we did a little, did a little trip up to, up to Door County. And uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, it, it felt sort of in a way, you know, it felt very similar to sort of places that I see in the Northeast where it's like kind of like touristy kind of beachy towns a little bit where like lots of shops and restaurants and not mm-hmm. nothing's cheap everything's feels kind yeah. of why am i spending this much i'm sure there's a lot more to door yep, county yep. than that no that's but that's, that is the that's what primary we feeling yeah. in door county yeah like it is a beautiful place for sure yeah. but it's definitely tourist trappy sort oh, yeah. of place yeah so you've been to michigan michigan yep. and i uh up. i you know for six years of my life i was in upstate new york so i was a direct benefit of the lake effect snows uh oh, from, yeah. from lake ontario um mm-hmm. not as bad as the buffalo area but we still got some some pretty hefty snows so yeah do you have any do you have any other lakes that you think might they could like a could they qualify for like a great lake or the great lakes the great lakes like how do you feel about yeah, that i've got nothing no, you got nothing no no, no more entrance no. no love for like the great i mean even call it the great salt lake <laughs> it's shrinking it is shrinking. i haven't been there so i can't say maybe <laughs> no, it's worth it it's not but no i, I can been. assure you sorry sorry whoever's in this whoever's listening to this podcast at this point who who lives in utah i'm so sorry <laughs> uh it smells uh <laughs> it's it does it smells like sulfur um yeah no it's thanks. shrinking it's it feels like you're in a post-apocalyptic desert landscape when you're out there i'm like no i want no part of this yeah i want clean and clear that's what i'm yes. after yes all right so not, not going there then okay no we yeah. so i know i know Still we are clear. we are running very long so I, I, w- I was wondering could we do a lightning round for is it cheese i have a i have a candidate if nobody has one mm, i'd like I to don't hear your I candidate do. Um, cheese balls right not balls of real cheese <laughs> but the orange cheese balls cheese. okay you this mean is the, just the, the, like the savory snack well not the, savory the but i'm curious snack. what you know about <laughs> what? savory cheese balls <laughs> no, no no like the cheese you know what they call like the ones instead of chips slash crisps the cheesy balls like cheetos yes yes they're like che- they uh, are like cheetos but they are they're they are a really fantastic shade of orange um yeah so this is just repackaging (laughs) our powder conversation right because it's basically mac and cheese powder on what is it what is the is it what is the is it superstructure of this thing well i was wondering is it is it just consolidate is it like just is the whole thing is it just the whole thing made of cheese powder or is it cheese powder coated something oh it's coated definitely coated it's it's a maize snack isn't it maize am i saying it right Maze? Hold on. Oh, corn. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna answer this quick. You asked for lightning round. Yeah. That is not cheese. Not cheese. That okay. is not cheese. Okay. I like now I really want to know what's inside. What is the ball? And what would it taste like without the quote unquote cheese that's sprinkled on the outside? Oh. See they you know, they what could they could deconstruct it, right? They could be like, have the ball, control yeah. how much cheese you want on it, just give us the powder. They're we love corn snack. Oh yeah, totally. Cool. Everything with a in America mixture is of corn. cheese. <laughs> yes, Everything America runs on corn. corn. <laughs> it's corn that or so cheese. Accurate. That's it. That's all we've corn got. Is, How many is, different is ways? Corn cheese. <laughs> can we combine corn and cheese in some sort of manufacturing process? That's most of our food. So Wikipedia thinks they're coated with a mixture of cheese or cheese flavored powders. 
Yeah, I don't think you get any cheese. Extruding heated corn dough through a dye, and then they like puff it up. Puff corn is a similar food without cheese flavoring. Oh, here we go. This might be the savory treat Zuzana's thinking of. Puffed corn snacks. Yeah, it's like like in the UK we have Wotsits. And Wotsits are similar to Cheetos, but apparently, make no mistake, they do not replace each other. Wotsits are less crunchy than a Cheeto and have more delicate, cheesy flavor. Cheetos are denser and more obnoxious. (laughs) 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 Cheetos are denser and more obnoxious in both flavor and color. Side of the Atlantic. (laughs) I I think you just have to have everything bigger and brighter and. You know, more obnoxious. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't want to, to say to it. Quote that article. <laughs> I think this says a lot about American cereal, but when I look at this pictures of puffed corn, it really starts to resemble some of our cereals that we have. Like it's, yeah. what's the difference between this and like Honey Smacks, right? Really, it's pretty similar. Yep. Oh, I'm on the puff corn page, and it yeah. says sweetened corn pops, Reese's puffs, which. Huge hit what? in my family. Oh, the Reese's Puffs. Wow. They're made Reese's out of corn. Puffs. I would I've never thought what is a, a Reese's Puff made out of what about Captain Crunch? That's gotta be it's corn, gotta be corn. Based, right? It's all corn. It's gonna it's be all corn, corn all the way down. <laughs> corn and oat breakfast cereal. Yep. Captain Crunch. Now you know we turn all our you've corn been eating into gas. Is corn. We turn it into, into cheese balls. We turn it into cereal. Yeah, but it's yeah, good. So you don't waste it, you know. We is subsidizing farmers is a is a big deal. Like oh, yeah. we really farmers get quite a bit of money from our government. And I think the idea is we need a domestic food source. Like we need to be able to feed our nation. Mm. And to make that viable. Well you do with corn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> well, one of the things that's happened is we have these ethanol subsidies, uh, because it was seen as like a cheaper renewable fuel. But it's not economically viable. We have to offset it with uh, essentially just giving farmers money to grow corn, to turn into ethanol, to put into our gasoline. We, it would be cheaper for us to never run ethanol in our vehicles. But we've changed our entire gasoline supply chain to run on alcohol derived corn. from corn. Yeah. yeah. And then corn. out in rural areas, we build these, these ethanol plants where they take in the corn from all the cornfields. There's a lot of corn in Wisconsin for sure. Um, and turn it into ethanol, and then it gets blended into our gas. But so it's good because you you know you're not wasting anything. You just you use it all. You use everything from corn. You <laughs> may, manage to put it everywhere you possibly can. This is good. There, you there are, sweeter. There are corn. days where Ben's kids they they wake up and they have corn cereal. They're being <laughs> driven around with corn fuels in a corn powered car, right? They have corn, maybe a corn a corn derived snack, and then they go home yeah. for dinner and they have corn on the cob. Yeah. Yeah. All right. New segment. When we run out of cheeses, is it corn? Be, is it corn? Like, <laughs> is, it does corn? This food, is, is the first ingredient to this food corn in one form or another? Uh, I bet when it goes to the U.S. diet, it will probably be yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I That's need to pay more attention to where do we have corn in here. Well, we we never mind corn syrup, right? We've yeah. <laughs> we well, love corn, corn so much. Syrup. That's how it ends. What up. do you do? What is is that sweet? Oh corn yeah. Syrup? yeah. So like honey substitute. Kind or of sugar thing. substitute, yeah. Or sugar. Yeah. yeah. So instead of huh. cane sugar, we put corn. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Corn syrup. Okay, I have a challenge for you for next time. Find something they use corn in that is the weirdest thing. Oh, like okay. something you put okay. in next I like time. that. I like that. Corn. And then the- I'll be the judge. Because <laughs> for me, everything is weird so far, you know. So try to surprise me. 
the greatest part about this potential corn pivot for this podcast yeah. is that it would allow Susanna to now say instead of is it cheesy, is it is corny? It corny? <laughs> Keep it corny. <laughs> a bit corny. Just a little bit. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah. This podcast like is is embracing the midlife crisis six episodes in the podcast itself is having a midlife crisis do i even like cheese maybe i'm more corn i don't know what if just or as we just learned with 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 cheese balls just combine them what if i wanted corn and cheese in the same snack match made in heaven that's right yep now i'm thinking about all the things in my house derived from corn corn chips oh don't no no Nope. Save no, 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 don't That's spoil it. it. Save it. But it needs to be unique. It needs to okay. be something different. We haven't pivoted yet. Okay. We're just talking yeah. about the pivot. We're okay. not pivoting. <laughs> okay. Ready? You start okay. thinking. We'll see you yep. in, I don't know, two weeks' time. I want an impressive list of things. Oh. And actually, to make it more complicated for me, yeah. you could come up with like a three things. Two of them are made of corn and one isn't. Or the other way around. Oh, yeah. One of them is made of no, corn and two are and then I have to guess, is where it corn? is the corn hiding? Is it corn? Exactly. Is it corn? <laughs> right? All right. I'm taking notes for next episode because I'm going to have to, this is going to take me five to 10 hours of my life between now and our next next episode. I'm, I'm yeah, going to Costco research. tomorrow. So that's a that's a target rich environment for, for some potential. Oh, that's like cheating. <laughs> <laughs> What's that shop you've got near you, the one that you can't find a way from the outside into the inside? You know, when the episode, <laughs> when we're talking about the look, the how they make the oh, aisles in the shops, the grocery oh, yes, stores. Yes, yes, What's yes. it, the Woodman's. one that you have? Woodman's. Yeah, there you go. You go yeah, to that the one. the outside of the aisle. Yeah. Yeah. Or the you outside can't make the... it into the inside. <laughs> yeah. Right. I can see both think. Save the thinking for later. I know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> right. So we're going to do three things. Yeah. And you have to guess which two or which one is corn. I don't know. Maybe which one is corn to make it. Mm, I don't know. What yeah. do you think? To make it more interesting. We, uh, you know what? Well, let's do it up to us. Which one isn't? Let's it's say, well, okay. let's see how it goes, Dave. Maybe yeah, we just, know, we're just going to eat. Ben and I are both going to bring three products to your attention and you are going to, for each one, you're going to have to answer, is it corn? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Am I going to have like a visual clues? Am I going to be able to see it or do you just have to describe mm. it to me? I think we could. <laughs> I don't think you can Google challenge. for sure. There's right. no I think Googling. we would have to be no, able to share sure. yourself. We could drop some like images you were on the great race. In, in Telegram okay. or we could share screen. But we could do a little show and tell. I'm sure but Ben's going to Google. Ben's going to prepare a, uh, a PowerPoint presentation. Yes, please. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Ben's got a corn deck. It's excellent. <laughs> so you have to turn in your phone. This is going to be a race across the world. <laughs> But it's going to be about corn. You can no just have to use cards, your gut, no your fun. instincts, your intuition. Yes. I like it. Okay. So we started with, is it cheese now? We are moving on to, is it corn? Yeah. Can't wait to see where we go next. Yeah. Exciting. Adventure. See, you don't even have to leave the room, the computer, and you go on an adventure. <laughs> Proper oh. midlife crisis. Yeah. Yep. I'm having fun with my midlife crisis. Are you? I mean, you know. Could be worse, like I said. I need to get healthy enough to have a midlife crisis. That's step one. <laughs> right now, I'm not healthy enough to have it. M- maybe that's your midlife You're crisis. A crisis for sure. <laughs> I'm definitely having a crisis. Definitely having a crisis. Yes. We need to find something for Ben. Ben is the youngest of us. He's far from the crisis yet, but it's coming. 
Just saying, yeah. it's coming. It comes for us all. Young kids, where like, <laughs> apparently, according to your theory, my youngest children are keeping me from emerging back into myself and mm. experiencing yeah. a proper midlife. Crisis. How old is How old is your youngest? I have a five year old as my youngest. Yeah, but my one is seven, and I think I'm there now. So you don't have that okay, many so years, years left. So. Yeah, two yeah. years. Okay, all right. Two years, I'll be turning forty. My youngest will be seven. Apparently, <gasps> like it. It's going to be a perfect storm. Exactly. I could see yeah. Ben starting up a band. That feels... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. I think it would be cool. Do you want to be in it? No. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm terrible with I'll music. I'll take your word for it. I know nothing about okay. music. <laughs> I thought you were a music producer. I am. That's the irony of it all. Yeah. <laughs> There's so much we don't know about Dave. We need to save it for next time. Let's talk right. about his music career next time. And oh, we didn't geez. talk about you, Ben, about your journey through life. So we have to do that next time. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Next episode is the Ben episode. All yes. Right. Fair enough. All right. Is ben it corn? and corn. Ben. We'll ben and corn. Let's <laughs> we'll see who wins <laughs> that. That's going to be a tough battle. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> all right, everybody. I think it's it. time Susanna gives the people what they want. Yeah. Proper sign off. That's right. Okay. Well, it was great chatting. Chatting to you or chatting with you? I never know. With. Makes, we're all yeah, part of the same with. cheese and weather with? family. Okay, so it's been great chatting with you. And I'm going to end with, hmm. <laughs> Take it cheesy and don't be too corny. Mm. How does that sound? The pivot is happening. It's, <laughs> it's underway. <laughs> is it? Yeah, I don't know if I did well. You can edit it out. I'm going <laughs> to do it in two separate goes and then you decide which one sounds better. Sure. Was it keep it cheesy? No, take it cheesy. <laughs> I forgot what I was supposed to say. Take it cheesy, people. And don't be corny. Isn't it weird, corny? What does it mean to be corny? I don't want to say something we, inappropriate. This, we got to keep this is all next episode. This is all good stuff. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, you'll just reach being... back into this. Pull That's out right. some nuggets for the corny is episode. Corny you need a little like a I mean, this is long word? enough for two episodes anyway, but you know, we'll, okay. we'll figure it out. Who knows what I'm going to turn this into? <laughs> you, have, you have fun with editing because I have no idea what yeah. I would pick. Dave, I got 240 megabytes for you to have fun with. That's fantastic. Good luck. Wow. <laughs>